Mervyn Hanley will inspire Mervyn Hanley will empower A voice powerful beyond measure He will keep us strong under pressure Touching the hearts and souls of family You will hear his voice through your tragedy Television online and overseas Tune in to Mervyn Hanley it is the Blue Table with Mervyn Hanley and Rohan Isles. Good evening. It's the 13th of July. How are you doing this evening? Hope all is well with those of you who are listening to us via the various podcasts. Tonight, we have a number of stories. Uh, the latest development in the British Virgin Islands. We'll talk about St. Martin. We'll talk about the election in St. Lucia. We'll even talk about what's happening on St. Kitts and Nevis, maybe, if we have time. But in the meantime, let's take a break. We'll hear from the Development Bank of St. Kitts and Nevis and Anchor Podcast, and we'll be right back after this. And we're back here at the Blue Table. Rohan, good evening to you. How are you doing? Good evening, brother. I'm doing well. How are you doing, man? I am not too bad. I am not too bad. We have some news to uh, break tonight. Of course, we see what's happening there in the British Virgin Islands, uh, where the Delta variant, uh, COVID, is just taking over. The island is doing the best they can under the circumstances. They have over 1,200 active cases from 35 just about, ah, sorry, 13 early last week. And thanks to some illegal entry by strippers and God knows what else came into the territory. And this is how this uh, all started. And now the citizens and residents of the British Virgin Islands, they now have to uh, deal with this and suffer whatever economic consequences and not only economic consequences, but of course, people are dying and um, it is just a sad story there. But the, the island under the leadership of Premier Andrew A. Foy, I know that he, he and his government, they're doing the entire best um, to try to get this curb. Now, also the acting chief medical officer, he would have stated that there is no need for contact tracing at this time. He said that because the, the, this thing is spreading all over the island, it doesn't even make sense. He can just encourage folks to take all precautionary measures, whether it's to get vaccinated or practice the non-pharmaceutical uh, um, protocols that's in place. And also for those who can stay at home, please stay at home because of this virus moving through the territory like a Cat 5 hurricane. Your thoughts on all of this? Some of us are really selfish, aren't we? <laughs> I mean, you can, you can consider the, the, the ravages of COVID-19 across the world, across the region, and yet we still practice things like um, bringing in 
people into the country legally for whatever reasons and, mm-hmm. and those kind of things. Um, you know, it's it is, it, it is disheartening to, to note that, you know, 13 last week to what, multiply uh, a, a thousand fold, so mm-hmm. a thousand percent. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know, when, when you said 1300, I said, boy, contact tracing here must be heavy. Um, but, you know, the, the, the acting CMO made a valid point. I mean, at this point in time, the contact trace would just... It's just to acknowledge mm-hmm. that you have a widespread outbreak of the COVID-19. And to, to add to that, you have the Delta variant, which um, spreads a lot faster than than any other of the, the variants and has potential for, for greater um, health impact. Um, interestingly enough, last night I was, I was um, looking at a, a mini documentary with regards to the same Delta variant. And mm-hmm. um, the, the doctor was um, pointing out that all vaccines at the moment are capable of mitigating against any serious illnesses from the Delta variant. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, as, as the CMO said, encourage people to, to get vaccinated if they are able to do so. And for those of them, you know, who can practice practice um, the non-pharmaceutical measures. And, 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 you know, Marvin, that is something that people can't stress enough. I mean, in as much as there is a vaccine, you don't want to take the vaccine. You have taken the vaccine. The non-pharmaceuticals are still essential in day-to-day life. And yes, I, yes. Know, I would have thought, I mean, 16 to 18 months on, that people would now have become um, accustomed to wearing your mask and sanitizing and washing your hands. And can I can I just say that? Food. Can I just say that island people they don't listen though. We don't listen. We yeah. we we do what we want. We do what we please. We don't listen. Until and, until until we do what we want until and then you know. <laughs> And then you look, and then you look for other people to blame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it, it, it's unfortunate. And la- of course, there uh-huh. to be situations where even even through your your, your practice, things happen, and, and we can we can accept that. But to, to flagrantly not um, adhere to to those things and to say, you know, there is there is no 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 COVID in the BVI, there is no COVID in Barbados, there is no COVID in Saint Kitts so we can walk about without our mask and we can interact as as we feel like that is that is crazy because i i, I mean i am sure and you're sure and, and and residents in the region are sure that doctors after doctors after leaders after leaders have said we are still in the midst of this covid 19 battle so mm-hmm. at no time there is cause for us to to relax our our, our guard in, in this regard and you know bvi now has to find means and ways of getting through this last episode of of, of, um, of the COVID-19. And before we move off of the BVI, uh, the Premier made a statement uh, two days ago regarding his mother. And he said, I can share yeah. with you my family's personal experience over the last week. My mother, who is in her 80s, one of our golden citizens, had to be taken to the hospital where she tested positive for COVID-19. The doctors were able to explain to our family that due to her being fully vaccinated significantly contributed to saving her life thank god she's now safely recuperating and that is from yeah, I mean, yeah that, that is that, from premier I, andrew I, I andrew that, foy his mother go ahead yeah yeah i i thought that, that that release and that was good news um and it's always good news when people recover from from the covid 19 and and i think you know there was a point and um message in 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 that release from him you know at, at her age she was able to be fully inoculated and and because of that she had the the physical strength to do battle with with the 
the COVID nineteen and mm-hmm. to survive. So mm-hmm. that's 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 good news. Yes, and. So we move off of the BVI and we wish them well. We do, Well, when I say move off, we'll be back, I'm sure. And we wish the people of the, the BVI um, um, just stay safe and please adhere yeah. to the, the, the various protocols. Or if you can't get vaccinated, please wait no longer and go on out and um, get vaccinated. You're talking to two people here on the show who's fully who are fully vaccinated, I might add. Now, um, let's talk about St. Martin. St. Martin continues to, to shine um, there. A matter of fact, the latest active case is now down to 17-1-7, if I'm not mistaken, Rohan. And uh, I, <laughs> I, someone asks, are they doing any testings on St. Martin or contact tracings? Because it is just, people just cannot understand how um, the government, they would have opened up uh, St. Martin for business again. And it's just um, the economic boom thus far. Uh, the cruise lines, and now they have added um, Frontier Airlines, a very um, affordable, um, cheap, low fears, um, if I want to use such a ter- use such terms, an airline that will travel from Miami to St. Martin and also from Orlando to St. Martin for as low as you can get a fare from between $1 to $200, and you're in St. Martin round trip. Um, however... Um, well, let me just share the good news that Frontier Airlines, you know, they say once you're cheap, um, it's not that the service is the greatest. So do not expect um, first class American Airlines or JetBlue Mint service when you go to Frontier. So that's all I'm going to say about that. But in any, any event, they can take over uh, up to 300 passengers to St. Martin. And uh, it's just um, something that is happening again on St. Martin. Yeah, uh, you know, front, Frontier is... Um an ultra low low cost carrier but i mean you know you said that don't expect certain services um the fact that frontier um i think it was in 2018 um had an income there around two point something billion yes um dollars so <laughs> i mean people are using frontier and, and you know i mean there are millions of people who travel and say listen i don't mind um sitting down three across or whatever they're sitting and, and being uncomfortable for two hour, three hour flight. You get media safe and I'm fine. You know? Yeah, but so Rohan, guess then, what? Okay. I, 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 I understand what you're saying and that is true, but me, Mervyn Hanley, if I travel from here to five minutes, I must be comfortable. I'm not saying, mind you, Frontier, that's great. I am just saying for me, I'm just responding to your comment, that for me, mm. I will be comfortable. I have to be comfortable. But go ahead. Yeah, but you, you know, you you you're in the in in, in the top um five percentile of people who see who see um, comfort in their travels. You know, mm. so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of us have, a lot a lot of us um, travelers are going to say, "Listen, um, hundred hours round trip. Yeah, give me that. Um, get down to say, man, in in two hours, two hours and a half, whatever the case is." Uh-huh. And, you know, most people travel looking at the end result. You know, what am I going to enjoy? What am I going to um, yes. be a part of when I get to see man or whatever the destination is. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it, it's, it, it, it is a testament to what is happening in Seymour. We keep talking about that and maybe, you know, we could dig deeper into what Seymour is doing and some of us can adopt those kind of um, um, philosophies. But what I know, Marvin, is that Seymour had the infrastructure long ago. Mm-hmm. And so... These things can happen because they have had the infrastructure, international airport and an international um, cruise cruise service. So, 
But Rohan, they they, they have the people in government, whether or not, say, Martiners agree with them, yes or no. They are uh, progressive thinkers. I had dinner the other night with the both um, Honorable Rolanda Bryson, who is the parliament, the the, the president of the parliament. And uh, I also, the the minister of finance was with us and joined us. And um, the the ideas across the table and the, the... how these guys plan to move St. Martin forward. And I'm like, you know, you don't hear this from people I, I expect to hear these kind of ideas from. And um, and they're not even thinking, not one time around that table, dinner table, I, I heard anything about, okay, but if we do this, it's going to affect so and so voter and this and that or whatever. Those guys are just going full throttle in developing the island and the most important thing for them is that there is a continuous economic boom economic activity taking place on the island and they weren't going to even for the 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 the, um the the uh curfew period they too were adamant and hey we need to get this country open we're not going to stick at 11 o'clock or whatever the case may be their night St. Martin is known for nightly activities. So they went and say, we're going to put this till two. And then eventually it's um, until five, six o'clock in the morning. But these guys, the ideas that was just flowing and the plans that they have in the pipeline for St. Martin. I mean, like, wow. Yeah. I mean, clearly these guys understand governance model. Mm-hmm. And clearly they understand that um, development that brings economic prosperity um, People are going to benefit, vote or no vote, and, and and if that is if that is your progressive idea and 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 way of doing things, then then kudos to you. If you, if what you're doing is working well for the country, then mm-hmm. you, you don't have to worry about votes. You're mm-hmm. going to say, listen, these guys are, are, are pushing Nevis, you Nevis, pushing say Martin um, in in an upward. Is that a fruitful uh, slip so when you say Nevis? Did you slip when you say Nevis, hoping that they push Nevis too? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, nothing beats a, a, a failure, but a failure mm-hmm. to try. So, mm-hmm. um, shots in the no, but it is clear that they have found they have found the trick. They have found um, the plan, the method to, mm-hmm. to advance the man, um, to put people to work, to give people economic prosperity, to give people um, a standard of living that is that is comparable to small island developing states around the world. I mean, listen, we, we, we know. In this period of time, the world is looking, the global environment is there for growth of small island developing states and emerging markets and emerging small um, small markets. The man is saying, listen, there's a trillion dollar market out there. If, if we can squeeze in there and get 1% of that, then, mm-hmm. you know? And so I like that that kind of thinking where, where, we, are, where we are putting ideas forward, where we are trying new things, where we are bringing... Um, a holistic look at economic prosperity that says, listen, if, if we can if we can at least get this mm-hmm. on track and that people can benefit and we can have a trickle down and, and we can see people's lives being improved, then then then, then why not? Mm-hmm. Um, too often in these parts, especially in, 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 in our instance, people talk and think about um, political longevity rather than economic stability. And so... Um, that is why a lot of them are always campaigning and always talking about votes and not yeah. about how to improve human life. Hmm. But it's booming. And um, let's take a break. We'll hear from Carl and Sons on St. Martin. And when we come back, we'll move to St. Lucia and ask the, qu- the question has been asked, who's voting 
fucking Stevenson King. We'll be back. I didn't swear. It's just the name of the person. We'll be right back. It's been a while that you're thinking or dreaming of your new home. Let Affluent Homes turn that dream into reality. Leave it to us to deliver. A team of architects and designers have created award-winning designs. We will work with you to develop the distinctive look you envision. For real estate development, property sales and management, you must think of Affluent Homes Limited. Check out our website at www.affluenthomesnevis.com or email us merchant at merchantlc.com or call us today at 1-869-665-2121. Affluent Homes Limited. I'm very hungry. Whoa, was that your stomach? You need to get on down to Carl and Son's Unique Bakery, your number one spot for sandwiches, pastries, cakes, and more for breakfast and lunch. Are you in a rush? Call in your order at 543-1059 for town and 544-2462 for Cold Bay. Follow their Facebook page to see their daily lunch specials. Carlin Sons, the right choice since 1982. Mervyn Hanley will inspire. Mervyn Hanley will empower. A voice powerful beyond measure. He will keep us strong under pressure. Touching the hearts and souls of family. You will hear his voice through your tragedy. Television online and overseas. Tune in to Mervyn Hanley. And we're back. Um, Rohan St. Lucia, we have Stevenson King. I think he was once um, prime minister, I think a one term prime minister of St. Lucia. And then um, he joined, obviously, his well, the cabinet of his party um, with Chastenay. And he waited um, until the bell, Chastenay rang the bell, rang the bell rather. And then he announced that <laughs> he is no longer. A member of the he he's he has had enough of the UWP and he's running as an independent candidate in the upcoming election. How fascinating can that be? After five years or whatever case may be, you sat there in cabinet. I mean, don't get me wrong, he did what he thinks that he had to do, he, he you know what he thinks is best. Um, but you sat there in cabinet for five years, even went over time, and as soon as chastening chastening is not one of my favorite people. Politically, but as soon as Chastenay announced an election date, here is King um, saying that he is now an independent candidate. Your thoughts and how would you think that voters um, will take this? And the seat that he's in, before you respond, I understand and from my research um, under the UWP's umbrella, whether it's the UWP seat or his seat, we'll find out soon enough in two weeks that he would win that seat by a thousand, two thousand votes and that kind of stuff. So the Labour Party did not find make it um did not find it necessary to put a can to field a candidate there. So now the UWP they have a candidate there. How do you think that will field? Is this shaping up to be like the Aquila and um 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 Sam or uh, no was it Sam and, and, and um Sam Condon Conris and stuff and that happened with, you know, in there on St. Kitts. But, okay, so, so forget those. What do you think about St. Lucia and that? Well, I, um, <laughs> St. Lucians ought to be mindful that they're still in a pandemic. I saw some pictures earlier today with a massive 
rally. Yes. And people were all jumbled together, men in a hearing mask, so they ought to be careful about that. You know, King is a veteran politician. Yes. And I don't think King would have made a decision like that very lightly without having studied his um, voter base and, and, and the demographics within his constituency to mm-hmm. find out X, Y, Z. Um, what is going to help him, though, is the fact that you're telling me that the St. Lucia Labour Party will not field a Labour candidate. No, they won't. They're not. So, in that regard, mm-hmm. that may very well help him because what is likely to happen is that the Labour voters will either not vote or vote fucking. Yes. They're not going to vote. They're not going to vote UWP in that regard. Now, you know, a lot of people say, why did he wait until Chastani mm-hmm. um, declared his hand? Um, when I read his comments, he said he had been trying for a very long time. <laughs> he had been trying for a very long time to, in a sense, really wreck the, 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 the direction UWP administrator. Yes, but Rahan, over the years, though, you, you, you're trying for a long time. So after year one, you've tried. After year two, you've tried. Year three, year four, year five, five and a half. And you, you're yeah, going to wait? We operate, a, lot of, a lot of politicians, you know, a lot of politicians operate with hope that things will change. And then, mm-hmm. of course, we must be mindful that we, St. Lucia went into, uh, uh, with the rest of us, into the COVID-19 pandemic. Mm-hmm. It, uh, uh, for me, you would not have looked, I would not have felt appropriate for him then to say, listen, I'm jumping ship in the midst of a COVID-19 pandemic. Um, I don't know what discourse he would have had with the people over that period of time and it had to have been something, Marvin, for the fact that there have been such an uprising against Alan Chastain. Mm-hmm. And it can't just it can't just be the people are saying after one term it's time for Labour again. Something has had to give. And if the candidate is saying, listen, he, he, he fell out of favour or he didn't like the direction X, Y, Z, then other people may be saying the same thing. One of the things you, you get from, from politics and people in government, do you remember that cabinet has this sworn to oneness kind of thing that once it comes out of the government yeah but you know, man but you must have some kind of balls you must have some kind of balls <laughs> to stand up to, yeah, to, to your leader you must have some kind of balls to stand up to cabinet you must have some kind of balls to say yeah, enough that, is you, enough and I don't I understand what you're saying Rohan I understand what you're saying but you, you gotta find balls whether and you gotta listen I know of a situation in another country where it, 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 it's as if somebody is scooping to leave the government and um, they're just there taking everything. And then you complain and then you're going to wait until what? After an election or before an election to say, okay, now I can talk. What about standing? You're not even just standing up for yourself. And I find these moves to be very selfish. And I find them to be opportun- uh, um, opportunistic because you are talking about you're for the people. But what about standing on the side of the people if you think that things are so wrong in your government? If you think that your cabinet is not worthy of being in government, why do you stay there? Why do you accept all the corruption and unworthiness and then you want to come out later on in the term or at the end of government uh, government's time to say that, um, oh, I, I, I could have said this all along, but I have found Christ. And this is so wrong. Man, total BS. If you so, if you are so passionate about all the wrongs and ills and you're against them, then you leave now. Why wait? Why hold on for all this time? And that is why too, with I have respect for Prime Minister Dr. Timothy Harris and, and even Sam Condor. Because at least 
I mean, they did things. One of them did things, forced um, Douglas to get rid of them, but they knew that was coming. But they took a stance. They took a stand against Denzel Douglas and the Labour and the Labour regime then. So I am. I cannot accept. I cannot accept from anyone from any Caribbean country who sits in cabinet for five and ten years, waiting for your pension or waiting for this to be confirmed or whatever, and then come out and say what? Oh, I am against them because I couldn't. Um, this is not right. You did not know it was not right before. Nah, I don't have any respect for that. And so, I will not... If I was in St. Lucia, man, I'm not going to vote fucking. Uh, I think... Well, I think I, I, I can follow your train on, on, on the point you made about the other Caribbean country, other Caribbean island. Um, you must be mindful, though, Marvin, that Dr. The Right Honorable Timothy Harris knew exactly what he was doing. And he knew what his future um, plans and ambitions and possibilities were. Mm -hmm. So he too played. He too played the political game. Mm -hmm. I would accede the argument um, that if you are really looking to serve people, then you are going to serve people. That is that is that is what I'm getting from your argument. Yes, there is no there is no in between waiting here and this and and so on. And so I will I will give you I will give you that. But I'll tell you this: mm -hmm. whether you vote in for King or not, King will be returned. <laughs> Oh gosh, he will be returned, huh? Okay, yeah. it's gonna be an interesting thing, though. And you know what, too? If there is the king, is probably one out down there. You know, independent candidates they always want a tie. They always want something yeah. tied up yeah. so they can be the, the, the and go back in and they become the the king maker and become prime minister. They always want a tie. I don't see that happening. So, what do you see happening? What do you see happening? I, I see the, the Labour Party returning to power quite comfortably. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't done um, any analysis on mm -hmm. on, on, on the, the numbers there, um, but sometimes you just I, I'll go with with, with a feeling. Mm -hmm. I'll go with a gut feeling this, that that Saint Lucia, um, the Labour Party will will will, will win in Saint Lucia. Um, King may may probably sitting next to some of his colleagues, but hey. Man, King, in my opinion, King is a damn hypocrite. King, um, he's an opportunist. I don't know him personally, but I don't like this move. I, I don't, even if I am, let's say if I'm supporting the Labour Party in St. Lucia, because I am not chastening, chastening like that, right? I've called him out, but, yeah. okay. But, so you're saying, you're mm -hmm. saying he, should stick, he should stick with chastening. I am saying that, well, <laughs> I am saying, I am saying that you're gonna, yeah, sink, sink with the ship. You can't, you can't wait until after a term. <clears throat> Rohan, let, imagine this for a second, and and I want our listeners to understand. And I'm gonna go back over this again. You sat in cabinet. I'm hearing all kind of interviews from King right now. He sat in cabinet. He, sp I, I watched an interview with him on Sunday, where he came out and he said there was corruption. Because this minister was doing that and this was that. And I mean, come on. The people wanted to hear that all the time. You could have stood for your people and against the alleged corruption that you are talking about before. You had years of doing that. So at the end of the term, you have a come to Jesus moment. Man, if I wasn't on the podcast, I would have said something king. I mean, because 
Come on, just grasp what I'm telling you. See, so he is a politician now that I have absolutely no respect for, right? And even if I want SLP to win, I mean, okay, and they join with King, okay. But now I do not have any respect for that man. I have absolutely no respect for him and I have absolutely no respect for anyone who's playing such a political, selfish game. You know what that tells me? It is all about them. This is all about them. If they get in office, God knows what they're doing in office. It's all about them and to secure their political future. They don't give a damn about the country. And that goes for anyone who's, in, who's a part of any cabinet. And this is happening. What do you think would have been the position then of UWP had King, let's say, two years ago? Come out and say. Well, the UWP would have continued. They still have the majority, so they would have continued. They would have continued. Yeah. What, what is King looking for? What is he looking for? He's already pensionable. Well, he looks that way. He is already pensionable. He was a prime minister, so he would have gotten the same perks as any past prime ministers. So he wanted that extra income and all of that. I mean, come on, man. I can't respect politicians like that. I can't. And I don't even care if I like you. I just can't. If you're there, if you're there, if you're campaigning on good governance, and if you're campaigning on you're for the people, and I mean, come on. And that is why the Rohan people, some people have, they say they respect me and others don't. Because there's some things that I just, I don't even care if I'm supporting you politically. And if I see some things I don't like, I'm going to talk about them. I just can't. My conscience would not allow me to just ignore and be quiet and just sit down. I, Mervyn Hanley, I can't sit down. And that is why there's one particular candidate on Nevis that I, I am just tired of and I'm just going after them. They can come after me. I don't care. Right. But I'm just going after them because I can't just sit by and watch people use people and play all this damn trickery on people. And that is what King is doing, whether he win or loses. But I wish he can lose the damn seat. So you're saying you're saying for King that this is just some personal end game to satisfy his own political desires and so people should not vote for king listen for king that's the end of the blue table tonight rohan isles i want to thank you so much sir for joining me tonight at the blue table and we'll be back at this tomorrow for a similar presentation have a good night rohan have a good night brother ladies and gentlemen rohan isles just joined me there at the blue table and i am really yeah the politicians some of them just make me sick i'm telling you they make me really and truly sick. And it's time that we, we rise up as a people and say enough of the BS and end the BS. But anyway, I'll be saying that soon. Stay tuned. Uh, do join us, as I said before, do join us again tomorrow evening for a similar presentation. Good night, folks. Mervyn Hanley will inspire. Mervyn Hanley will empower. A voice powerful beyond measure. He will keep us strong under pressure. Touching the hearts and souls of family You will hear his voice through your tragedy Television and